1: Okay y'all, episode 73, we are in the interview portion of our book study mini-series, Over the Path Between Us, by Suzanne Stabile. It's the Enneagram and how the numbers can play nicely. Yes, can't we all just get along? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. So today we're going to talk about the Enneagram and God, and how you can go through the sanctification process. And grow more Christ-like. So that was all a like, crazy way to say how to do better. Yeah, <laughs> so knowing your Enneagram
2: type is great. Um, that's what the first series was on with The Road Back to You. Episodes 11 through 17. Well done, Zeno <laughs> effect. <laughs> I've heard it before. And then this next series was, again, taking your number but then doing something with it. And so using that knowledge to build relationships with others. And in every series, we like to bring it back to your spiritual growth and growing closer to God.
1: Right, because God wants a relationship with you and vice versa, so... Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna... We interviewed Karen Haney, and she did a phenomenal job. Yes, so full of wisdom and knowledge. It was great talking to her. We had an amazing chat. What we're gonna do for this episode, we're gonna pull out excerpts from our conversation And we'll go from there. So we're going to talk about some points where you can grow spiritually and also some verses to kind of think about too. And Karen did a great job of researching those and finding those and giving us something to walk away with, which is great.
2: I loved how they applied to different, like each individual number. And so again, it's important to listen to the whole episode because, you know, me as a nine wing one, I want to hear what she has to say about the nines and the ones and then my stress number being a six and my, you know, secure number being a three. And then I think of my husband's number. So as always, there's plenty of information in this whole episode um, for to help you. And I have to say, I think we picked out the things that for me, like definitely the cringeworthiness. I feel yes. like that's the little extra something in the Enneagram is... That cringe feeling like when you know (laughs) you should be doing better. Uh And so we we want to push you outside your comfort zone a little bit. And um, again, Karen Haney had great, great things to say. And so we pulled out what we think will challenge our audience and help them grow.
1: Yes, I also like how we can take what Karen is saying. And that's a good way to help your partner grow spiritually as well. So whether you're the leader of the house or not... Those are ways you can pray for your spouse, pray for your friends. So if you know that your best friend is a six and she is struggling, here are some verses that you could just text her, like, oh, "Hey, praying over, praying this verse over you today." So again, not only use it for yourself, but use it now that you have this knowledge. Use it, to use your powers for good and not evil, yes. right? So how can you help others now that you know this information that you're about to receive from Karen?
2: Well, let's jump into this episode. We'll let Karen introduce herself and tell a little bit about her, and we'll be back in just a
0: minute. I was an operations manager at Baylor Transplant for our Baylor University Medical Center, specifically in the transplant department. Uh, Started out in abdominal and then went into heart and lung transplant um, for 20 years and retired from that two years ago and we, Robert and I are moved out to East Texas. We have four kids, seven grandchildren. The hobby that I really love is the Enneagram and I've uh, been studying it and been around it for 13 years, almost, yeah, 13, 13 and a half years. Um, and so it's, it was a great gift for me. And I got to mentor, uh, be an apprentice under Suzanne who was my mentor for two years a solid, intense kind of study under her.
1: Hold the phone. So she got to actually, so number one, she knows Suzanne Stabile, which is cool, fangirl moment. Number two, she got to do, not just be in her presence, but like study under her through intense stuff. Yes, in case that name is not ringing a bell, let me quantum
2: Zeno affect you now. <laughs> Suzanne Stabil is the author of The Path of the Path. Between Us, the book study we just wrapped up in our first study, The Road Back to You. So just everything she's saying, know that it's in the context of um, someone who studied directly under Suzanne Stabile.
1: So we're going to start with the triad, anger triad, eights, nines, and ones. So type eight, remember,
2: is the challenger. And healthy eights can be really good friends, exceptional leaders, And, you know, they are champions for those that can't fight on their own behalf. And so Karen's going to give eights some questions to ask themselves to help them grow. And she'll follow that up with some great scripture.
0: How can ask themselves, how can I even release more control to God? What are things in my life that I'm really trying to control? And I really just need to let God take control of that or give him more control over at least pieces recognize where you're taking so much control and it's consuming you to the point where you're tired, you're, you're emotionally just drained. You have nothing left to give. And part of that is because you're not letting someone else carry the load. You're carrying it all. And so where is it that an ape can let go and give more of it to God to carry for them? And the last thing I would probably say to them is, can you rest in knowing that christ is the most powerful advocate for you you're not your most powerful advocate christ is the verse psalms 118 6 and it says the lord is on my side i will not fear what can man do to me so if, if you just rest back and know the lord's on your side so i would tell an eight hey, put this put this scripture somewhere so that you see it every day and know that God's on your side Christ is always going to be there for you and then the desire that the fear turns into a desire and the desire is to protect oneself and that means being in control of their own life and destiny and so Jeremiah 29 11 says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare not for evil to give you a future and a hope you don't need to make the plan he has the plan So don't try to control it.
1: All right, eights, you can go home now. Psych? Just kidding. You need to listen to the rest of the episode. (laughs) Can I go home? Because I'm pretty (laughs) sure
2: nines are next.
1: No, you must stay. You must stay. So we are going to talk about Enneagram nines. We're going to hear some verses and some questions that nines can ask themselves. Man, they were painful.
2: They were very painful (laughs) to hear. But I'm working on it, right? Again, the cringeworthiness, the uncomfortableness, that's where... What is that thing about pearls or diamonds are made under pressure?
1: Mm, I don't Something.
2: Know. Go Google it, people. We can't do all the work for you. <laughs> all right. Ready or not, here we go. Healthy nines. They are natural mediators. Yeah, let's just say all the good stuff about mm. nines. <laughs> we uh, can definitely see multiple points of view. And, oh, look, it even says we're unselfish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So unselfish that you are
2: willing to skip
0: this number. (laughs) You know what? Let's give more time to the other numbers. Nah, here you go. Dang it. Are there any hard things that you want to say to God but feel afraid to voice? Because sometimes life just gives you a bunch of lemons. And you want to say to God, why me? Why is this happening? Lord, I've done all these things and here I am in this situation and circumstance. But because you're fearful of conflict from everyone else, you're afraid to tell God how you really feel. God says, come to me and I'll give you rest. Come to me. So he's telling you, come to me. I'm the place where you're going to be able to share your heart and, and bear yourself. And the verse I came up with for a nine was Romans 8, 39. And it says, no power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So your fear, there's a scripture to help you overcome your fear because nothing can separate you. That's your fear is separation. Nothing can separate you.
2: Farron, see, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Now guess whose turn it is. Well, you know what? That's actually the end of the episode. No, it's not. Most people would think it would go 8, nine, ten, but turns out it's just back to number one. Dun, dun, dun. The perfectionist. I don't know who we're talking about. Let's say some nice things about my friend, Brooke. Uh, please <laughs> but, tell me. Um, you are committed to a life of service and integrity. Th- these things I have witnessed. It's true. <laughs> It is true. Um, so, I'm looking for more positives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's it. We're just gonna get no, I'm to just the one. Kidding. Okay,
2: <laughs> you're also balanced and very responsible. So there. Did I give you enough positives, or are you still gonna look for that
1: negative? <laughs> the positives did not sound very fun. <laughs> that is my negative comment.
2: <laughs> you're wonderful.
0: Stop All right, it. diving right in. How can you gently disrupt and reshape your desire to be the perfect Christian? So don't get caught up in the lists of God says, I have to do this or uh, don't be legalistic, you know, allow yourself grace, allow the Holy spirit to convict and not words in scripture that you've read that you don't feel in your heart, that the Holy spirit hasn't spoken to you about. It's, it's not about God being a judge sitting on a throne that's waiting to smite you just because it's, it's about God loving you for who you are and for wanting to be like him and to do that, which he's called you to do and to, and to be the best version of you that you can be. And he knows you're human. He created you. You're going to make mistakes. And the scripture I have for a one, for their fear, because their fear is of being imperfect or falling short, would be 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And it said, but he said to me, my grace is enough for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. So then I will boast most gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. So your imperfections make Christ shine. And your desire for one is to be good or have integrity. And so Psalm 86.5 says, Certainly, O Lord, you are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. You don't have to be, Perfect. Because God says all you have to do is call to him and he will be loving and good to you. There's nothing you have to do to earn that.
1: So that wraps up the anger gut triad, the eights, nines, and ones. So now we're going to move on to the heart and feeling triad, which is twos, threes, and fours. Yes, we're out of our triad.
2: Ooh, thank goodness. It's like ripping the band-aid, though. At yes. least we're in the same one.
1: Oh, and we can just get it over and done with, and now we can kick back and hear what's wrong with all you other people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with all y'all? <laughs> all right. So the first number in this triad is type 2, the helper. Um, they are really good at knowing the needs and meeting the needs of others they're very generous and happy and social so that's all the good stuff now let's get to the (laughs) nitty-gritty good luck everyone (laughs) hope to see you on the
0: other side (laughs) questions that a two needs to ask themselves is can you believe christ needs nothing from you in order to love you God created you so that He could have relationship with you. That's why you were created in the first place. Too, I'm speaking to myself because hmm, I don't hear it either at the time. You got you've got to move it from your head down to your heart, and you got to feel it at your core. And that's really hard, and I know that. But you have to learn to believe that Christ loves you for nothing that you bring to the table other than just you. Ask Jesus for help when you have needs. You know, let Him serve you. Stop thinking that. You don't have needs. Remember what I said? We deny that we have any needs. So I don't need you, God, because I've got it covered. I don't have needs. Nobody has to meet any of my needs because I don't have any. Well, let Jesus serve you. Go to Christ and tell him what you need and let him help you overcome whatever it is. But that's practicing humility without someone in the room that you're fearful is going to see a different version of you than you want to project be real now the scripture for the two is their fear remember is of being uh, unwanted or unworthy of love and so isaiah 43 4 says you are precious in my eyes and honored and i love you unfortunately for twos we don't hear that at our core I hear it in my ears. It goes in here. I think about it. I know that's what it says. I could quote it back to you, but I don't feel it. I don't own it. It doesn't reside in me. And so I need it in front of my face to be able to say, you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. And then the desire is to feel that love. I really want to feel the love of somebody else. I really do want to feel that. So Jeremiah thirty-one three says, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. So he's made me with a pencil of loving kindness. Whatever he drew for me to be in the womb of my mom, he drew me with loving kindness and said, I already love you before you're even here.
1: Moving on to Enneagram 3. So, Farron, this is about your husband. Oh, I love him. So go in mind with this is what you can be praying for him, praying over him. Yes.
2: (laughs) I mean, he is pretty awesome, but I guess we can all improve. Type three, the performer. (laughs) I don't know how he could go up from where he is. This is some butt kissing. Try to
1: get fair in a new phone. No oh, man. Yes. What do we gotta say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me find all the really good things. Okay, so you are very hardworking. You like to accomplish and accomplish big goals, solve tough problems, and you're not afraid of a challenge. And you're cute. <laughs> and
1: um. All right, suck up. Let's get to it.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Questions that threes can ask themselves is what. What if your greatest value to God wasn't in achieving, but in your quiet rest in Him? What if the goal for God was for you to rest in Him and stop achieving? There's a goal how you're going to achieve that. Um, and then, in what ways, ask themselves, in what ways do you trust in your own strength more than God? What are you doing where you're trusting yourself to do things? and not allowing God to to give you the strength and to perform and do what he's called you to do or that you're doing. Looking at your list for what you can do, have you ever looked and examined your list and said, what can I let God help me do? Or what can he actually do on his own without me having to do it or participate in it? So turn it over and surrender it to God. Let him take some of those off of your plate. The three's biggest fear is of being worthless. It's of being worthless. So the scripture for that is Luke 12, 7. And it says, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Just because of who you are, you are valuable. Because remember, three feels worthless. So they need to know that they're more valuable to God than anything else because he knows that every hair on their head, he created you. You are valuable. So Luke 12, 7 is their verse. And then to achieve their desire, which is to feel valuable and worthwhile, 1 Peter 2, 4 says, Come to the Lord, the living stone rejected by people as worthless, but chosen by God as valuable.
1: All right, and closing out the heart-feeling triad, it's Enneagram fours.
2: Yes, and fours, man, they are super in tune with their emotions. There are some people that claim they don't have feelings or emotions. I like
1: how you're physically gesturing towards me when you say that. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Is that just... Your subconscious knows that I don't feel my feelings. <laughs> now you're aggressively pointing at my face.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? You just need some more fours in your life That's to help. That's true help experience feelings. That'd Max, great.
1: Abby, come save me. Hey,
2: you know what? They're also creative and
0: honest and connected. So
1: they got a lot going for them. All right. Let's hear how they can grow in some verses for them.
0: The questions I think fours need to uh, ask themselves in order to grow a little more spiritually would be, can you recognize the unique, unique ways God is conforming you to the image of Christ? So instead of trying to make yourself unique, Look at how God's making you unique by making you be more like like Christ. Know that God is shaping you uniquely to be you. He created you uniquely to be you. He didn't create you to be someone else. And then how might you use artistic expression to connect with God? So what is it that you're painting or that you're writing about? or that you're singing about, or that you're thinking about, how can you allow God to develop a robust, significant, and Christ-like identity in you? Let God come inside and become your identity. So you have to allow God to come inside and create you and shape you into his image so that what's projected is unique and wonderful. The verses for a four that I have, the fear for four is that they don't have any identity or personal significance. They just don't think they are uh, mean anything, have any value, uh, or significance is really it, not necessarily value. But Psalms 139.14 says, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. So know that God made you you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Nothing's missing. Nothing. He didn't forget. He didn't forget to add it. And then the desire is to find themselves and their significance and to create an identity, be understood. So my scripture for that is 1 Corinthians 12, 27. It says, now you are the body of Christ and each of you is a part of it. You have significance. You're part of the body of Christ. And as the body of Christ, we go and we do and we have a purpose because God created the body of Christ so that we could move forward. And you're a part of that. So you have significance.
1: Okay, now we are headed to the last triad, the head thinking triad. This is Enneagram 5, 6, and 7, so we're going to start with Enneagram 5s. Yes, they are the investigators,
2: so they like questions. Mm -hmm.
1: Are they the kid that always asks why, 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 and then they grow up to continue asking why? Yeah, it just never goes away. Right.
2: I think they like asking the questions, but I don't know that they like being asked the question, especially if it's an area they're not so comfortable with. But they do. They like having a depth of knowledge in several areas of their lives. Um, they don't like to get too personal, though, so that's why these questions might not be their fave, but that's what we're here for. Um, they definitely like to stay in neutrality and, again, head triad, so they spend a lot of time internally thinking and processing all that's around
0: them.
1: All right. Buckle up, buttercup. Here we go.
0: Questions for spiritual growth for a five is, can you enjoy experiencing the presence of God as much as you enjoy studying and learning about God? So fives are in their head. They love new knowledge and information. Reading the Bible, doing a Bible study, learning about God is so intriguing and uh, fulfilling for a five. But they need to learn to let the feeling of what God's doing in their life and his presence in their life actually transform what's happening not just up here they need to feel it and experience god and feel his presence and then they need to allow you you ask yourself how can you allow yourself and god to access the full range of emotions that you have so you need to show god just like you need to show other people your full range of emotions when you're happy you're happy when you're sad you're sad when you're mad you're mad you've got to allow yourself to do it and to feel it and to let God take control of those and let him know your feelings because it's only in that truth that he can work inside you. And then how might you fully, uh, more fully engage in community with the body of Christ? So get up and serve in a team. Scripture for a five, their fears of being useless or helpless or incapable. So the scripture for that is Ephesians 2.10. It says, for we are God's handiwork, Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. You're not useless. God prepared you for whatever you are to do. For his purpose, he's already equipped you with what you need. So stop being fearful that you don't have something that you can do and be useful with. Because God's already given it to you. And the desire is to be capable and competent. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So there's no reason to fear that you're not going to be capable and competent because he gives you that.
1: Dear Enneagram 6, don't already worst case plan for what we're about to tell you.
2: Yes, we promise you will get through it. First, we're going to tell you the good things. (laughs) Yes, let's start with the positive. (laughs) So type 6 is called the loyalist. And they're productive, logical thinkers. They're honest and reliable And so, sixes, find your other six friends to get you through this. They have more than six friends, Farron. (laughs) I walked (laughs) into that one. I don't think I've said that yet.
1: (sighs) Well, today was your day, finally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sixes, have fun with this one.
0: The questions that I would say a six needs to ask for spiritual growth is, do you believe that God is more committed to you than you are to him? Is he more committed to you than you are to him? Because he never leaves you and forsake you. Do you leave him and forsake him? So then believe that he's committed to you and always there. Can you look to God for security rather than reassurance and affirmation of others? So can you turn and look to him and know that just because he's there, you have security without having to ask him to show you how he's there? Or without having to have others reassure you that you can do whatever it is. The scripture I have for sixes is that uh, their fear is, of course, without being, uh, being without support or guidance. So the scripture for them is Hebrews thirteen five, And it says, you are not alone. I'm here with you. How simple is that? You are not alone. I am here with you. Always present. The desire for a six is to have security and support. And the scripture for that is Isaiah 30, 21. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Trust the way I'm pointing you. Now Enneagram sevens,
1: the fun ones.
2: Yes, now remember sevens, don't leave. Okay, healthy sevens can embrace their full range of human emotions, including the not-so-fun emotions and experiences. So grow yourself. Stick with it. These questions won't hurt too bad. Don't fast-forward to <laughs> the Two <end>. times. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's done. <laughs> yeah, and I think
0: you'll definitely find value in the Scripture. So hang in there, Sevens. Questions they need to ask themselves for spiritual growth is, can you be content with where God has you right now? Without moving on to the next best thing, am I willing to acknowledge to God that there's pain in my life? If you're not going to acknowledge it to anyone else in the confines of your own room, acknowledge it to yourself and to God. Because that's the only first step that you can do to get past that and to heal from that which you're hurting from. They need to practice stillness with God. Be still with God. Let him feed you. Let him provide you what's next. Sit and be still. Scripture for the seven, the seven, uh, fear is of being deprived and in pain. They don't want their fear of missing out. I'm not getting what I want or something is painful. So Psalms 34, 18 says the Lord is near the brokenhearted and he delivers those who are discouraged. Don't fear and be brokenhearted over what's missing or what you might miss out on. Uh he's he's near you and will provide you that which you need. Uh the desires to be satisfied and content and to have their needs fulfilled. So Psalms 107-9 says, For he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. So hunger for God and he will give you all things that are good and you will be happy, which is what a seven wants to be all the time.
1: That wraps up episode 73, our Enneagram interview with Karen Haney.
2: Yes. And again, at times those questions were challenging and uncomfortable and all joking aside, I did find them very valuable. And for sure, I think sometimes being posed with questions that make you uncomfortable is uh, creates room for growth.
1: And if you're going, all those questions were, my questions were easy. You should go answer all the other ones too then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you have the wrong number oh Ooh. I didn't think
1: about that in your face mic drop.
2: <laughs> but scripture too like that's always something you hear that you should study scripture and memorize scripture and I'm agreeing with those things it's just like where do you start how do you pull one do you just kind of open to a random page and pick a random mm-hmm. number yes. so I definitely appreciate the legwork Karen did finding scriptures that went so well with each Enneagram type
1: right and remember guys she is so full of wisdom so any chance you get she has a conference sign up get there and just soak in everything she says because she is so knowledgeable. Thanks for listening to the Witty and Gritty podcast. Join us at wittyandgritty.blog
2: where you can subscribe to our newsletter, check out our blog, and listen to more
0: episodes.
1: We have a Facebook group out there just for you for discussion, support, and community. And don't forget to get your freebie that's designed just for this mini series. If you have any questions, reach out. We'll be right there.